Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome. Welcome to episode 110 of the City Brew Tours podcast, where we explore the best craft beer scenes around the United States. I'm your host, Brian. Great to have you back for another episode. Hello, greetings from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I currently reside and do this podcast from, as uh, has been noted before on the show and will certainly come up again tonight. Happy to be joined again by my co-host for this month, Ethan Angelica. And also, because this is a special episode, we're, uh, we're going to be bringing in our friend of the pod, City Brew Tours extraordinaire, Isaac Bell. How's it going, boys? Living the dream. It's a good night to be drinking some beer, I'll say that. Lovely. Although that's Great. most nights, I'll be honest. But, you know, why make an exception? I mean, to, to just completely go off of the joke here, um, I, I highly recommend everybody picking a night or two nights a week and just don't drink beer those nights. You feel a little bit better about yourself. And then those nights, whenever you do drink beer, you can, you can go even harder. See, this is not so medical it, advice. It's, it's, so it's, it's budgeting is what I'm hearing, right? Yeah. So you save up. <laughs> are, are we a money podcast now? I don't know. Yeah, that's why I signed yeah. up. For. I'm not really qualified. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I was doing work on my 401k earlier this week, and that's that's where we're going with the show. We're gonna uh, tell you how to. Uh, I, I don't know how to make a reference here without coming off like a complete asshole. So I'm banking for my liver. There you go. There you go. So <laughs> ah, Isaac comes in for the win. That's it. That's the good right there. That's right. Amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So how 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 are you? How are you guys doing? How are things in uh, Brooklyn, Ethan? Things are good. Uh, still living my life between two bridges and between two breweries, which is how I do. Uh, I did uh, some important research this week at Evil Twin, which I know we talked about last week uh, as you know, one of my local spots. Uh, and they continue to do crazy weird things with double dry hopped triple IPAs that wind up at 11% and have names longer than I can remember. Uh, and I had three of them. So that explains sort of what that experience was like. But it was a good it was a good week and it's hot here i don't know how things are in pittsburgh or in dc area for y'all hot same yeah yeah it's hotter than the sun yeah hi, isaac how is it there in uh, swamp town it's not only hot but it's humid too i've got these i've got these really uh nice um if you don't have one i suggest you run out and get one or you don't have to run out and get one you can find them on amazon or wherever you order things uh but they're these neck fans and they literally go around your neck they're a van uh they charge with the usb um the one that i got lasts for four hours on high and it just blasts air up all around you um and so i've i've had they one. look like headphones right they look like headphones yep. but Except they're just, fans. just like like you put them around your neck it looks like you just took your headphones off and, and put them around your neck instead and uh i have i have three sets and i, I wow. rotate them out yep that's commitment. It's commitment. And uh, well, when you're a big guy like me, you know, it replaces the, the sweat towel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the USB <laughs> version. I like it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Moving into the future. Moving into the future. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, it's good to hear you're both doing well, despite the sweltering heat in all of our cities and uh, all, all over the world, apparently, if you didn't know. The last seven days of recorded average temperatures in the world were the highest seven days of recorded average temperatures in the world. So it's it's hot everywhere. 
and you're trying to tell everybody to stop drinking beer. I, see, I was going to say more reason. <laughs> more reason. Just take a day off. Okay. Two days off. You know. That's right. You're banking on your liver. We're gonna we're gonna wear that phrase out. <laughs> I'm gonna. You've wear also, got to hydrate while you do it. That's true. You do have to hydrate. And speaking of that, thank you for that excellent uh, segue. Tonight, we're featuring another wonderful brewery from the borough of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, we're going to be featuring the Kings County Brewers Collective, uh, uh, or uh, affectionately known as KCBC. Uh, they are a brewery located in the Bushwick neighborhood with a taproom and production facility that opened there in 2016. We're going to be featuring two beers from the wonderful folks at KCBC. First, the Salou. Alsatian style Pilsner, as well as the Marble of Doom number four, which is a fruited sour, fruited with boysenberry, plums, and black raspberry. Uh, so two very different styles, but two wonderful beers. And we're also going to be joined uh, for a quick interview with one of the uh, co-founders and uh, co-owners of KCBC, Tony Bellis. Um so yeah, without further ado, guys, let's 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 drink some beers. Let's drink some beers. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, Presuming you're starting with the Pilsner. Absolutely, sir. It feels like the right order of operations. Yeah. I, yeah. I I have a question about the other beer. What does anybody actually know what a boysenberry is? I've never actually no seen clue. One. I'm fairly sure it's something yeah. that came out of Dr. Seuss, and we just sort of decided yeah. it was going to be a real thing. Yeah, I've I've heard it I've heard it about. So I know KCBC didn't just like make it up yeah. um, about being in their beer. But I recently did a I recently made a um a sweet berry glaze for some pork belly burnt ends. Oh, and I did that with um something called service berries, which hmm. I thought the there was a, a brewery owner um, and he was asking if I wanted some service berries to make this puree out of, or to make this you know glaze out of. And I was like, oh, this idiot, he means strawberries. Yeah, I'll take some strawberries. That sounds great. And he was like, no, service berries. And I had to look them up. And apparently they're very, they're very popular. They're very common. They grow. They've got a very sweet sort of like blueberryish flavor and oh, almost like um, almost nutty. Like, you know, when you put, um, you know, when you put uh, pitted fruits into beer or puree into beer, mm -hmm. you kind of get that almondy sort of almost arsenic uh, taste yeah. in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly what it tastes like. So service berries, whole new thing. Okay, I gotta know what wow. do they look like. I only saw them pureed, but they oh, were okay. like a purple. All right, per so just a purple. Well, there we go. That's gonna that's gonna do the uh, that's gonna do that. Well, this beer is decidedly not purple. <laughs> uh, it is a beautifully clear, uh, like kind of. It's given me already that light bread right off the nose before I even go in for it. Yeah, that that beautiful light bread, almost crackery. Mm -hmm. And you get, yeah, you do get some nice uh, fruit character from this. This is mm -hmm. hopped with a uh, strizzle spalt and barb rouge, which uh, if you didn't know, Alsatian pills is kind of a take on a, a French style pills, which we'll mm -hmm. get into with Tony. Um, but barb rouge is I, I, one of the only, if not the only, it's the only hop I've ever heard of that is like comes from France. You know, France is known for their wine grapes and a mm -hmm. lot of other uh, food products, but Barb Rouge, French hop, and it really shines in this beer. Barb Rouge, cool. Barbara Ann's sister. 
Well, it also feels very New York appropriate. I mean, KCBC, of course, an amazing New York brewery, feels very appropriate because one of New York's icons, the Statue of Liberty, the artist who made it was from Alsace, France. So feels like an appropriate New York beer. Jersey wants to fight us for the statue. We're going to keep it. But, you know, um, it's nice to be representing him in beer as well. Excellent fact to share with the folks. There you go. I, I didn't know that the uh, designer of the Statue of Liberty was from Als- Alsatia. Is it? Alsace is how I've always heard it pronounced. Alsace. But presumably he would be drinking this beer or a version of this to cool himself down while he's dreaming up the big green lady that now graces New York's harbor. Yeah, definitely. We'll go with that. Sure. We're going to stick with that. I like Financial that and history podcast, guys. We're taking this a million directions tonight. I like it. <laughs> We're just, I'm just uh, surprised we put... that. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Nothing. No, go. No, please go ahead. I was going to make a day, dumb joke. Oh, I have another dumb joke, but it's oh, kind of a sad, a sad joke. I was like, I'm just surprised that Jersey is is uh, coming in and fighting over the statue. I, I think they have more important things to fight about, like being able to sell and make craft beer. Fair enough. That's true. Yeah. If we're going to get, if we're going to get on that. Hey, governor of New Jersey, sign the freaking bill. Yep. Mm-hmm. S- sign the bill. Governor Tim Tim Murphy? Is that his name? That's a Murphy, different governor. Yeah. Murphy yeah, is Yeah, last name Murphy. We're blocked out the first part, apparently. We don't we don't know what the first. Yeah. Yeah. Governor Murphy, sign the Murphy, sign the bill. Just sign the bill. Please. Can can we help out New Jersey breweries? But um but yeah, we're talking I- about New York breweries tonight. Yeah, but I want to talk about the can art because KCBC has got some banging can art. Like consistently, these cans are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, so it comes from the fact that they have one artist that does all of their can art. I I don't. I'm not sure if every single can has ever been done by them, but the vast majority of the can art has been done. Excuse me, by an artist by the name of Earl Holloway. Hmm. It's always got this sort of like superhero cartoon. I mean, of course, their 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 classic IPA is the superhero sidekick, which is one of the uh, hazies that I sort of learned to love hazies on for sure. Um, but it always has this like kind of comic booky feel to it. It's always bright. It's always active, and I love it. I mean, both cans are given a lot of that tonight. So if you've got it in your hand, definitely take a look at it. But it's it's some of those are one cans that I've actually hung on to because uh, they just look so cool. They're just really beautiful and bright. It's funny that you should reference com- uh, superheroes and and comics so much because mm-hmm. before joining KCBC, Er Holloway was a comic illustrator and created his own comic series, and that's but, really what uh, that's what endeared the folks at KCBC towards Earl and and yeah that 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 comic superhero um, like uh, larger than life illustrations really ties into the brand of kcbc now and and has become just so synonymous with what they do you know you see one of those cans you don't even have to see that it says kcbc at the bottom you just know oh that's that's king's county right there i was gonna guess either comic book artist or tattoo artist Ooh, Mm. i like the second one that that definitely that definitely follows in these footsteps yeah yeah speaking of tattoos and 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 second ones let's open Mm. our second beer Okay. And, and taste this. We're, we're we're getting into things crazy tonight, uh, folks at home. You you don't have to drink this fast. We will. I will be drinking both of the beers or talking about both of the beers with Tony in our interview. Um, 
but Marble of Doom, if we want to talk about tattoo artist stuff, the, the snake Check. that adorns this can. Mm-hmm. It's purple incredible. and blue and pink and ambitious and it almost looks like it's destined to be on a neon sign or something. Like, Yeah. Shouting right at you, calling you, come over to the blue side and goodness gracious, this beer is blue. <laughs> I guess that's where boysenberries must be blue. I did my boysenberry research here. Uh, oh, please. We were we were debating it before you got here. Please tell us what have you found? Before I got here, my my camera just keeps shit. Well, yes. but, you, yeah, uh, you were here. Audio folks, you can't even tell. Uh, so a, a boysenberry is a cross between the European raspberry, European blackberry, American dewberry, and a loganberry. Oh my! You just named like three berries that I also don't know what are on top of a boysenberry. Oh come on! You know the raspberry. You know the blackberry. Yeah, okay, so we're two for four. Yeah, two for four. You did, you did like a dewberry, a razzleberry. A do that. <laughs> a dewberry is something that's like really similar to blackberries. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they like, kind of look like raspberries. Great in a poodle. Yeah, and a loganberry <laughs> is a cross between a blackberry and a raspberry. So we got blackberries and raspberries all up in the 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 family lineage of these fruits. So this is like this is like the, the co- most complicated family tree of berry that we've got. That's yes produced this very tart sour. I will say that I love the little like the like kind of lacticness that I'm getting out of this one. Yeah, and I would imagine those fruits are contributing to that too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, raspberries could definitely come off with a bit of of of, of sour character to them, but the boysenberry with that lineage of loganberry and raspberry and blackberry. I've never had a dewberry before. Let me let me quickly read the entire Wikipedia page to see if it says it's <laughs> of dewberries. It says it's sour at all. Um. Yeah. Well, Isaac, clearly that. we've got another berry for you to add to your list of research here. Right. I'm going to have to do some berry research this summer. The Berry Boys. The Berry Boys. That's right. The Very Merry Berry Boys. There you go. The Very Merry Berry Boys. I, I, I got to say, I am, I am a little upset to be missing out on this box. Um, because when I opened up New York uh, many, 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 many years ago, uh, I spent quite a bit of time at the bar at KCBC. Um, and it's one of those few tap rooms or, or few breweries that I've been to where I started, you know, going down the list. And as usual, I start with a Pilsner or something light, a lager, uh, and then slowly work my way down. And if everything's good, I'll just keep going. And everything at KCBC is always just a banger. Um, so I've had many, luckily Airbnbs or hotels that are are close and I've been able to, to walk back. Um, but KCBC has put me in, put me in a doozy quite a few times. Yeah. You you mentioned it there and I think we should elaborate on it a little bit. You said you opened up New York city. Uh, you didn't open up like the actual city city brew tours has a location, uh, in New York city. And Isaac was actually the person to go up there and, uh, and launch our tours originally there and has de- been deeply involved in uh, the evolution of the tours there going from van tours, which were, let's just say silly, uh, to drive a van around New York City and moved more towards walking tours, which really uh, ties into the neighborhood so much as, as Ethan 
uh, mm-hmm. talk so much about at length in our in our last episode. The the the, the quintessential Brooklyn brewery experience is a is a Brooklyn beer crawl. Yeah. And I do want to say it is a bit of a walk to get to KCBC from the trains if you're heading that way. So it becomes kind of a destination spot to get to. Uh, And I remember the first time I ever went there, uh, it was one of the first times I'd really seen like board games out and in full play in a brewery. Um, And I thought it was spectacular um, sort of in their earlier days. Um, They also interestingly have a really cool connection to the environmental movement in New York. um, And they uh, connect with some of the birding communities in New York and have historically brewed a beer for birders and hosted like birding expeditions where people look at birds and then drink beer, which honestly sounds kind of ideal. Like pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty, pretty rad. Let's have a couple beers and go look for birds. I know. That's Ethan. Have have you been to the Johnson's next door? The Johnson's? No. What is that? It's it's next door to KCBC. It's it's a dive bar essentially. It's oh, a family. Yeah. It's a family home. The Johnsons, yeah. Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. You just knock on the door, walk in, and they serve yeah. you food. I love I, it. Isaac told me to come over. It's all good. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, that's what happened when I was there. I was like, "Where's a good place to grab food?" And they're like, mm. "Johnsons next door. Like, go for it." And I actually went next door and ended up drinking over there. It's a really great little dive bar. That's their neighbor, uh, right next door. Recommended by the bartenders at KCBC. Well, if the bartenders are telling you to go to a bar next door, you should probably go. That seems like a good recommendation. <laughs> uh, I will. I'll put a caveat on that before we jump into our, our interview. Um, we have a standing thing at our brewery that uh, we have two recommendations if people ask for a bar to go to. If they ask for breweries, you know, we'll give breweries all around town. But if they're looking for like a spot around the neighborhood, we have two recommendations. And one is our industry bar that is like mm-hmm. a small dimly lit cocktail bar that not a lot of people know about because it's like on a back road behind a building um and we have the big like uh college style bar that's like go and get drinks and like have a bar experience like hey we're going out we might be dancing like and depending on how uh cool the customer is how cool the guest is and how much they might seem like they fit into the industry bar Mm -hmm. we'll give them that recommendation or we'll give them the other recommendation. And it sounds like Isaac, you got the you got the real recommendation there. Maybe I'd like to think so. Yeah, that's that's where they send all the assholes. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least this asshole. Right, go on, get out of here, bud. Go drink <laughs> next door. Yeah, we've had enough of you. Yeah, we, you, no, you, you can't have, have uh, another. You cannot. You cannot have another flight, sir. I feel like ordering a flight already puts you in a top tier customer position, but I don't, sure. I don't order the flights, Ethan. I, oh, okay. That's not something I oh, do. For the Good love for of God, please don't. Yeah. Now we're going to throw it to an interview as we've alluded to earlier uh, that I did with the co-founder of Kings County Brewers Collective, Tony Bellis. Awesome. Well, Tony, thanks for agreeing to uh, jump on the show here and uh, talk about the brewery, talk about the beers. Oh, you're welcome. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, so we'll get started like we do with all of our guests on the show with our quick sip questions. These are fast questions. We want fast answers to uh, try to get to know you fast. Uh, right. Cool. So favorite non-KCBC beer? Uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. 
classic. Uh, funny classic. enough, we, we were just talking <laughs> about my young daughter. Her middle name is Sierra. Oh, that's great. <laughs> for that reason. I was able to for sneak that, that one in there. Reason? That's great. Yeah, I, I drank I drank a lot of that beer. Uh, it was probably one of my first real entries to craft beer. So, yeah. Same. Take that. S- same. Uh, yeah. Uh, favorite New York City dive bar? Favorite New York City dive bar? Um, I'm not sure that because I guess it's a dive bar. Uh, a spot called Charlene's on okay. Flatbush Avenue here in Brooklyn. Um, great classic place. Um, yep, it's a cool, cool little spot. Uh, there's there's pinball, cheap drinks, beer, good cocktails. You know, it's a it's a elevated dive bar. <laughs> yeah, classy dive bar, the best. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, favorite three albums of all time? Ooh, uh, Metallica and Justice for All. Um, Prince Side of the Times. I'm wearing a Prince shirt today. Uh, uh, <laughs> and um, I would probably have to say, oh, what ISIS album? ISIS Oceanic. Ooh. One of my nice. one of my favorite. Uh, it's a little bit of a deep cut. Yeah, we'll certainly be talking more about uh, metal stuff later. Um, best right. thing about <laughs> best thing about Brooklyn, in your opinion? Uh diversity. Uh, I grew up in a pretty homogeneous place. Uh, I grew up in the Midwest. You know, uh, grew up on suburb of northern Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, you know, um, and um, I love how diverse New York is just in all aspects, people, food, activities. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 fantastic. I moved here. I came here, came here on a trip once uh, for music festival in my uh, at, during college. And I, and I had it in the back of my head. I, was like, I need to move there someday. So been here 22 years now. That's awesome. Uh, and then our final quick sip question. Have you ever seen Bigfoot? Never seen Bigfoot, but I've uh, drank a bunch of Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> bringing it back to Sierra Nevada. Yep. Do you, uh, do you have me? Yeah, I got you. Let's bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Bringing it back to Sierra Nevada. Yep, cool. It's, that's good. Um, yeah. No Bigfoot sightings, but I'll drink it. That's that's fine. We 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 asked that question <laughs> as a as a swing, and sometimes we get some good stories. But uh, on awesome. to the beer, on to the featured brewery. Uh, we have two very different beers uh, tonight, uh, today yeah. as we're recording uh, that we're featuring from KCBC: the Salu Alsatian style Pilsner and the Marble of Doom Fruited Sour. Let's get started with the Salu. Uh, what is yeah. an Alsatian style Pilsner? It's a French style pilsner that, um, you know, uh, you know, r- regional hops and um, a good dose of uh, good dose of corn. I think that's really one of the things that makes it kind of distinct, um, especially compared to a lot of other, you know, I'd call it like continental European lagers. Um, you know, so it's got you know. Um, cool hop note you know floral hop notes to it um 
You know, uh, we, we like brewing. We, we brew a lot of lagers. Um, we brewed that, that during. Um, we do a little thing in, in, in May called Lager Appreciation Month. Um, you know, where we just like to feature our lagers and we, what do we crank out? 10 different lagers this year, uh, during the month okay. of May. Uh, so that was one of them. So, you know, it's fun searching for some, you know, you know, I'd call it, uh, you know, less, less known style, at least, you know, here in the U S and, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a fun one to make really, you know, easy drinking risk. So they, that, you know, that corn component to it really just. You know, um, makes it dry and crispy. You know, um, we're talking with one of my brewers about corn last night. I was like, um, you know, when I got into craft beer decade plus ago, you know, adjuncts like corn and rice were sort of a um, a no no. They were they were a dirty word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, you know, and you know, and I was, you know, that was the, you know, going against what big beer was doing, and then you know. And I think as we've gone along, we realized that like there's there are classic styles that have used, you know, different grain adjuncts. Um, they're really beneficial. The, you know, an example of that. That you know, it's always been used in this style, and um, you know, makes it distinct. And um, uh, there's nothing wrong with that stuff. <laughs> you know, so um, you know, we like to mess around with it. No, they're all different tools that you can use to get what you want out of a particular beer, trying to emulate a style. I I really exactly. love this beer. Uh, when I had it the other night, oh, I, was, I was thinking that, yeah, that that malt base really lays a good foundation for the, that hop character to really take off. And I don't think people, I think most people don't think of Pilsners as like hop forward or, or beers that showcase hops but i i i disagree i feel like the the mark of a good pilsner is that solid malt found malt foundation and then allowing the hops to express themselves whether it's a single variety or it's a mix of of hops and this beer really comes together and is really very enjoyable awesome thank you yeah I felt the same way you know and i i agree with you i think thanks you know lager is a great place to showcase hops you know, um, you know, they might be more subtle and, and, and nuanced, but you know, um, what, what flavor and aroma does come through is, is really distinct. You know, there's, uh, there's not a lot of other stuff getting in the way of you, you know, really experiencing that flavor. So, um, glad you liked it. I hope other people yeah. do too. I think they did. <laughs> the beer yeah. sold really fast. I wish we would have made more of it. So you'll, that, that'll, that'll come back around at some point. All right. Well, look, I'm planning a trip uh, to New York City in May next year. Already, already, already started. Um, nice, nice. <laughs> so the the brewery is very unique uh, from its wide range of styles, which we're you're showcasing on the show this month, uh, to the very incredible artwork, and even the name itself is new, unique. So, uh, what's the story behind choosing Kings County Brewers Collective as the name? Yeah, we really originated. I mean, um, you know, I met my my partners who, you know, we started the brewery together. Um, we're all, you know, working in the beer world. You know, we met kind of through the homebrew scene, and then we're working in breweries in New York City, and you know, kind of discovered that we were all looking to open breweries of our own. Uh, um, you know, and through that, um, you know, we we're all working on business plans individually and all those things. You know, just realized you know, the complexity of it and, um, you know, 
liked the idea of coming together with some other people, you know, and working on the project together, you know, so that's where, where the idea really came from. It originally started with, you know, the idea of, um, you know, there was, there was five of us, you know, and, and the, the original idea was, you know, more of uh, kind of a brewery incubator type of uh, project. Um, you know, it was going to be a little smaller um, with the idea that, you know, is, you know, come in and sort of a proof of concept thing before, you know, branching off and starting a bigger project, you know, and then as we, you know, sort of started working on a business plan and realized that we wanted to sort of be something different, um, really coming down to the economics of it. Like, you know, God bless everybody that brews beer, like two barrels at a time, three barrels at a time. It's really hard to make a living doing it. Uh, really hard to scale it. And then on top of it, like trying to do that in New York City, you know, even more. So um, really decided that, you know, it needed to be something bigger. And then, you know, around that, you know, really focus on it's, it, it. It is one brand, you know, and then, you know, within that focusing on, you know, the people who are making the beer and, you know, you know, I, I'd say, you know, come up on seven years later, you know, it's, it's really about this, this group of people that are, you know, all really talented and coming together as a team. Um, to make these beers here at KCBC. So, you know, and I think, you know, East County is Brooklyn. Brooklyn is, you know, the county that Brooklyn is, is the county of King is, you know, so I think we felt it was really important that, you know, it's where we live, it's what we do, it's what we live, you know, um, and want to represent that. So that's, uh, that's kind of how we started out. And and the the shortened version KCBC just rolls right off the tongue so easily. It does, you know. It's like ACDC, you know. <laughs> it's uh, you know, uh, acronyms are great. You know, they're a blessing and a curse. You know, um, there's there's some there's some other KCBCs out there, uh, not beer related, but uh, um, there's some fun other people that use the acronym out there that uh, always pop up on my social media feed um <laughs> that's kind of kind of fun to follow um yeah so yeah it does roll off right i think as we've gone along like uh we just become kcbc now it's very rare that i say the full name so yeah that's that's how i've always ever heard of the brewery is kcbc and then whenever i went there and saw it yeah. written out i was like oh that that makes sense um yeah it's big you know makes sense but it's a big long name so no yeah <laughs> give give some give give folks an out give it give them an easy thing to remember um exactly so exactly i really want to talk about this second beer but before we talk about the beer itself we have to talk about the oh, artwork yeah. the the artwork on every one of the cans is uh just incredible um unique to each beer but all in the same style because it's all done by the same artist do you want to talk a little bit more about yeah. that yeah, um, Earl Holloway, uh, artist uh, that we've met, uh, does all of our work. Uh, he was uh, friends with uh, one of my body partners, uh, guy that he knew, and you know we were looking around. We knew we wanted an illustrator, um, you know, to do the artwork. Didn't necessarily know the style. We started looking around a bunch of different people. The moment we saw uh, his artwork, we we're like, "Oh, that's the guy." Oh, uh, so he's been. Um, for six years now, uh, he's been uh, illustrating for us full time. Um, you know, we do a lot of different beers, and 
and uh, we keep them we keep them pretty busy um, making new labels. Um, it's fun, you know. I mean, sometimes sometimes the artwork comes from a name, and sometimes uh, there's artwork that inspires a name. Um, he did a killer job. It's always really fun, you know. Love getting getting final art from him. Be like, oh, I didn't even imagine that, you know. There's some stuff that's pretty great. Um, now he's really talented and spawn. I think it's really become iconic with um, our brand. You know, it's like like you said. I mean, you know, there's there's a wide range of you know themes that we take on, um, but they all have this touch to it that uh, is is totally Earl. So um, yeah, he's great. Yeah, I imagine it's really special when you and your your co-founders and, and everybody else that works at the brewery puts everything that they have into these beers to then get this artwork that's going to really be how people think of the beer when it's out there and and get these artwork proofs and, and have it just blow you away. I, I imagine it's a each one each time it's it's a little special moment of uh, ah, there it is again like. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think for me, it's like I think all of us you know love visual art you know i've always been a sucker for album art you know can't tell you how many records i bought over the years because i had a killer cover and i didn't yeah. even know what the band was you know yep. so you know and i think i think beer works the same way and i i do it with other brands i walk in and man i've i've I bought a lot of beer because the can pops visually you know and and um with you know there's a lot of beer there's a lot of beer in the in, in the market there's a lot of great beer in cans on draft and stuff and you know it's a little little something to add something distinct that hopefully you know grabs the attention of some people so yeah it's definitely a big part of what we've you know become as a brand for sure so our other feature beer tonight is the marble of doom number four uh, what's the yeah. biggest challenge with creating these heavily fruited sours for the folks at home? This has boysenberry, plum, and black raspberry in it. I think it's you know it's it, I mean it's coming up with the flavor combination you know it's coming up with the fruit combinations and then also like the ratio of fruit. Um, you know I think um, you know my partner Zach who really does you know a lot of the you know recipe formulation along with our um head brewer bobby like those two they're really good at it <laughs> you know at this point they're really good at it. like knowing what fruits are going to work well together how much of this you need if it, if it's with that you know and so if you're gonna if you have black raspberry what proportion should it be um and i think that's what we've done um really good at like i think we have a really you know consistent flavor we, we put a lot of fruit in there um they're very expensive beers to make, you know. Yeah, um, you know, fruit and sour. Can, fruit and sour can definitely cost more to make than a double IPA. You know, I think it's what consumers don't know all the time. You know, but you know, we're we're always trying to buy the best fruit you can get, and um, you know, make something that's like you know easy to drink, and you know, uh, you know, and, and, and something that's different. You know, it's, it's not it's. I, I don't think I would have guessed seven years ago when we opened that we would be making as many of these beers as we did. Uh, it, it was just sort of starting to become a popular style. I'm, just, I, I, you know, I'm blown away with where it's gone. I think it's, you know, you know, you, you have a, you had a lot of, 
you know, long time beer drinkers that really, you know, fell in and, and, and fell in love with that style. And then, uh, it's, it's, I think it's brought a lot of new people to beer too, you know, and opened the doors for people. So it's fun and less, uh, and less combinations you can do. There's, there's a lot of true in the world. So, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so you, the, the brewery's done, uh, collabs with death metal bands like Gate Creeper and Behemoth. You've poured beers at Decibels Metal and Beer Festival and locally here in Pittsburgh at the Brutal Beer Fest. Uh, can Brutal you talk Beer more Fest, about... that was fun. It, it, that was a good time. I uh, I really enjoyed time. that show. Can, uh, can you talk more about the breweries as well as your personal connection to metal music and the metal scene especially? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've just been a lifelong metalhead. I mean, literally it was like, you know, second grade, uh, seeing a Molly crew album cover, <laughs> you know, so it was, you know, it was nine years, nine years, nine years old. And uh, I was what like, Oh, this? that's, that's what I like. <laughs> oh, you know, pentagrams and, and, and spikes. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've always just been a fan. I feel like it. Uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of people in the beer world that are into metal music. You know, it's like our brewery. I feel like it's it's metal and hip hop. You know, that's that's you know it's what I grew up on. And um, so yeah, I mean, it was always my dream. You know, I you know I didn't know really how to do it, but it was you know I saw I saw you know breweries like you know I think Three Floyds was the you know, example of really kind of first, uh, crew that was really doing it, you know, and, um, you know, I, I'm going to shows in New York city all the time. I just, I think I, you know, I met a lot of people kind of through the, you know, music scene in the city and just going to, going to shows, meeting people, um, you know, and then starting to meet people that are in bands and working for labels and that kind of stuff. And things started, you know, kind of rolling early on with KCBC, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, we first, first worked with, uh, you know, local music venue here at bar, uh, St. Vitus bar, worked with those guys on a collab, um, you know, and it kind of snowballed from there, you know, and now it's, you know, I wish we could do more. Um, it's hard to, you know, as, as we grow, um, but it's, it's always really fun, you know, especially when you connect with bands that, um, are really into it. You know, we just did, uh, did a beer with, uh, on death who are you know from oh, rochester yeah. new york and and um you know those guys were I, like killer band i mean i just you know love the band and and you know it was it was cool to, to find out that you know they really liked our brewery too you know and so that was like really fun to work on a work on a beer with them and, you know they're stoked and i think it's just you know uh you know i think the metal and beer thing is just like mutual admiration for what each other's doing you know i think you know and you get you know, you have people in bands that you know love beer and breweries and vice versa you know so that's uh yeah we'll keep we'll keep doing it as long as we can it's fun fun to collaborate with other creative people they're they're really similar in the sense that the serious stuff that needs to be taken seriously is taken seriously and that anything else yeah. could just be a joke uh, a larp uh metal <laughs> yeah. and beer people like to have fun but whenever it's time yep. to get serious and either you know write an write an album perform write a recipe brew a beer cur curate a guest experience like 
it, yeah. they get serious too. It's it's a they are communities with a lot of character. Hundred percent. Yeah, couldn't say it better. And I, I agree, hundred percent. You know, and uh, and I think it's just people that are you know passionate about what they do, uh, uh, put a lot of creativity and artistry into it. Um, you know. They seem like completely different things, but yeah, the approach to making them is is really similar from the, like the, the the process around doing it. You know, um, band might be writing, you know, guitar riffs, so we're writing a recipe, and then we're both making album covers. One's making an album cover, and one's making a can <laughs> label. You know, so it's like yeah. you know, um, and then there's a release party, and then you know, and then I, you know. Uh, you know, band goes on tour and uh, breweries send their beer out, you know, into distribution. You know, so it's all, yeah, it all works together pretty well. It's pretty cool. Uh, so we, before we finish with our traditional last question, I have uh, a question with a bit of personal connection for me. Um, yeah. Just last year, the metal scene lost one of the greatest vocalists that the, the, gen- the genre has ever seen, Trevor Sternad of the Black Dolly Murder. Uh, he was a huge inspiration for me um, as I saw the band countless times. And uh, basically, I copied everything he did whenever I was in a metal band. I just ripped yeah. off everything that he did. Uh, he's into, he's from Detroit originally, but lived in Brooklyn for some time, I believe, in the in the, the same neighborhood or close to where KCBC was. Uh, I just wanted to ask, like, since we're here talking about this, did you know Trevor before he passed? And if so, what uh, kind of relationship did he have with the brewery? Um, I would say new Trevor. Um, uh, he, uh, I, I met him twice, you know, I met him, uh, you know, met him at shows, uh, he was a fan of KCBC. I actually, actually delivered beer to his, uh, apartment once early in COVID. Um, he kindly gave us a, he gave us a shout out on a podcast. Uh, and, um, and then we connected on social media and, you know, uh, previous to that, like, um, Met him in passing at shows twice and said, What's up? And, you know, once I had a KCBC shirt on, he, he mentioned that, and then you know, mutual friends through bands in the scene and stuff. But, um, yeah, um, sad. I mean, it's just you know, um, yeah, yeah, you know, he was kind of living down the street from here. I, I frequently drive by the building he lived in, uh, on my way home. Um, you know, killer vocalist, I love that band. Um, Cool to see them, you know, Donald Decimal Metal and Beer Fest last year. Um, proud to see that they decided to continue it. Um, and they're yeah. killing it. I mean, I, you know, dude's, dude's got to be looking down and being like, because they're carrying on the torch pretty well. Um, you know, but yeah, he, he, he seemed like one of those guys in the, in, in the scene that was just like, he was a supporter of people and what they were doing. You know, I mean, you know, him giving a shout out to KCBC on a podcast. He didn't need to do that. He was, you know, but he was, you know, he was talking about something he liked, you know, um, you know, it's like when you're talking about a band you like or a brewery you like, you know, um, it's, you know, that's, that's cool. And I think, you know, just showing admiration for, you know, stuff you like and people you like. So huge loss. Yeah. And it's, I, I, I can see why you, you say you're, you're inspired, you know, in bands you've, you've played with, uh, by him, like, you know, you're gonna rip off anybody uh that's that's the dude to rip off yeah <laughs> i mean he was a he was a beast man oh you know so yeah yeah. yeah yeah that saddle sad 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 loss yeah 
shout out yeah. to Trevor, man. Yeah, shout out to Trevor. We we all miss you very much. And uh, everybody yeah. at home, check check in on your friends. You know, check in and yeah. see how people are. You know, that person you haven't talked to in yeah. a while, just just give them a call, shoot them a text, check in on your friends. You know. Yeah. 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 Don't don't question that. You know. So so. Yeah. So that was so, so now that we uh have brought the mood down to the floor, uh we will <laughs> we'll end on on our normal final question. Um we've talked about, you know, your your love for the diversity of the neighborhood of Brooklyn and, and what that brings in terms of the culture and the and the food and in and the people and everything that that contributes to what makes a community. Um and we've talked about the beer scene and, and music scene, of course, but what is what is one thing that you wish Brooklyn was more well known for? You know, New York City is so well known sure. for so many things, but what what do you is is Tony a guy that lives there, a guy that runs a business there? What do you wish people thought of when they thought of Brooklyn? Um, oh god, I mean, you're gonna hate me for this answer. I first thought of beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. We 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 have such a killer beer scene in New York city. Um, but it's pretty small, you know, I mean, it's, it's small for a city that's big, you know, we have what, yeah. eight, 9 million people in the five boroughs. Um, I think we're still at less than 50 breweries in the, in the five boroughs. And when we, nuts. there's, there's cities, fractions of our size that have more breweries than us. And I, I, um, so I think we do have a great reputation for like the quality of breweries in New York City. Um, you know, the, the the cool thing about New York City, and I think it, you know, because it, you know, it's probably the most challenging city in the United States, possibly the world to open a brewery, and there's probably some slightly maybe some slightly harder cities, but it's hard to brew in a major metropolitan area that has high rent, high cost of living, you know, all that stuff. Um, you know, so what I think it does do is uh, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it well. You know, it's not a brewery in the city that I wouldn't go drink beer in. You know, so like people come here, like, where should I go? And I'm like, I don't know, figure out what pocket you want to go to. And we have lots of good little kind of neighborhoods that have, you know, um, you know, pockets of breweries that you can go. And um, so I wish, I wish we had a better um rep is a, a beer tourist city uh because it you know quality of breweries is fantastic and what better city is there to go to you don't need to drive <laughs> you can subway around the city and drink beers all day um so i wish we were better i wish we were better known for that um but um we're working on it we're working on it one one by one um you know just keep keep uh keep making killer beer here Awesome. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're doing a good job of that, specifically at KCBC. And um, before we it. take off, any anything particular you want to plug, people should know about. Oh, I didn't think it was a plug that people should know about. Oh my god, that's an open end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug uh, the Instagram, so I got that covered. Great. Uh, uh, hey, look, look look out for our beer. We're, 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 you know, available all over the East coast. Um, you know, um, support craft beer yet. I'd like buy from your local breweries. Um, 
support people who are making beer the hard way. You know, I think, you know, your listeners and people who are buying beer, I think, you know, are doing that, but, you know, realize that, you know, sir, you know, we're, we're small businesses making, making things the small way, <laughs> not always, it's not always an affordable thing to buy. Um, there's always something cheaper, but, um, you know, we put our heart and soul into it and, you know, so, you know, support craft beer, it's important, you know, we're important to our communities, we're important to, um, people's livelihoods and boy, it tastes delicious. So. Why, why wouldn't yeah. you want to support it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll add my love of music. Go, uh, go, go, go support, go support musicians Buy buy albums, pay to go to concerts, um, support artists and, and, you know, uh, so, so support musicians and, um, and, um, make it something that they can make a living doing as well. Yeah, it I doesn't. About that, so yeah, and it doesn't have to be a metal. We we we've talked about metal so much here. No. Find find the genre you connect with and support the hell out of those artists. Like exactly, exactly. Go 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 see their concerts, buy their merch. Uh, uh you know, uh, just streaming on Spotify is not paying people's bills. So please uh, help them out with other stuff too. Certainly not. Um, yeah. Uh. Thanks so much, Tony, for taking time out of your day to uh, join us here. Thanks. It was to Casey. great talking with you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was. It was, it was awesome. Um, I I feel like we could talk for for way longer, but we'll we'll keep yeah, it yeah. limited <laughs> for our editor's sake. Um, thanks to KCBC for sending beers for the uh, show. You can follow them on Instagram at KCBC Beer. Um, and, and thanks to them for sending beer for our beer club. If you are interested in getting wonderful beers like this shipped to you on a monthly basis and also help support this show if you're enjoying this podcast, head over to shop.citybrewtours.com and check out subscription options. You'll get beers shipped to you on a monthly basis from our featured city that month. And uh, you also get lots of benefits that come with being part of a beer club that's run by the nation's oldest brewery tour company also check out citybrewtours.com we have uh touring options in over 20 different cities uh next week we'll be back to talk about yet another wonderful brewery of the brooklyn borough uh, but until then everybody stay safe be kind and support local breweries and support local music too for god's sakes for god's Cheers. sakes do that please Cheers.